on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again the life i love is making music with my friends Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, again being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida, and again continuing our stories from home. Tonight we're joined by Chris Brown, and Chris usually pops in for our monthly crazy travel roundup, and while there's a whole bunch of craziness going on, there's not a lot of travel, so there's not a lot of crazy travel stories. But Chris and I do spend the better part of the evening talking about him working from a truly virtual company animals interrupting our video conferences and his neighbors down the street that seem bound and determined to have a COVID block party every few days. We're going to break this up into two parts. So check back in in a few days for part two and thanks for listening. Hello. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And tonight, our special guest is fellow road warrior, Chris Brown. You're familiar with Chris Brown when we talk about the monthly crazy travel roundup. And since nobody's uh, traveling, there's not a lot of craziness. So we're going to talk to Chris about a little bit about being a road warrior and whether or not his world has been changed in the last three or four weeks like most everybody else's. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Well, good. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We don't really get too much into it. We usually just laugh at all the funny, crazy travel stories, but nobody really knows <laughs> about you and I. We go back probably, I don't know, 17, 18 years. We've worked together yeah. several times. You were the one that got me hooked on Marriott and Marriott credit card points years ago, and now I'm a Hilton guy. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that turn out? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I still go to Marriott. Uh, so... I'm good. I actually work at a software company. I'm the director of sales and marketing for a software company. We are headquartered technically in Alabama. However, our lockbox is down in Florida and executives. We have legal that is on the move currently and salespeople throughout the U.S., engineers, help desk. So we're actually a virtual company. We used to have a brick and mortar out on the West Coast. We sold it over 10 years ago and went completely virtual. So we work out of our house. Uh, we still like to travel, obviously, because we got some really good stories about it. But uh, definitely a, a change up from uh, a brick and mortar environment. So your day typically hasn't changed with being being self-quarantined or stay in place or whatever the buzz term of the, the week is. So you're pretty much doing what normal you would do? Yeah. Actually, uh, I've probably been more productive in the last three weeks than the previous three months. <laughs> Typical day at home is what, get out of bed around 10 and... Uh... Exactly. <laughs> Coffee, couple of movies, and then start work really about three thirty, four o'clock is when we're pressing. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, it's really weird because my work schedule now evolves uh, around what's needed. So we work not only in North America, we have distributors in Europe. We also have distributors uh, down under. Uh, so New Zealand, Australia, and we could have calls at five in the morning or six o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night, just depends on who needs to talk when. But typically I'll be at the uh, desk after, you know, uh, going through traffic, which is my two dogs, 
uh, I'll get to the office right around eight-ish, sometimes seven, sometimes nine, which is kind of nice because if you were up late the night before, you don't have to be at your desk at eight o'clock. And then we'll work for, I mean, I'll just have a ton of calls. Typically, Mondays are my busy day because I run four different departments. So uh, I have a lot of calls, let alone follow-up calls with channel managers. And we try to get the week off to a good start. But the day could, I love to take a break because my wife and I are here and uh, she works out of the uh, home as well, uh, running her business. And so we get to take a break for lunch. Now, sometimes that's 1130, sometimes it's two o'clock in the afternoon. It just depends on what the schedule allows. And then at night, I try to wrap up around six o'clock or so, between six and seven, unless West Coast calls, at which point sometimes I'll have a call with them uh, and then kind of quiet it down. The reason it's changed, though, a lot over the last few weeks is, uh, like I said, I've caught up on a lot of work and I do some video recording. So I'm about to roll out actually about a half a dozen to eight or nine training videos and I'll usually do that recording at night where it gets a little bit more quiet you know she goes to bed the dogs are finally quiet nobody's delivering anything to my front door so I get a little bit more quiet time so those are the the you know midnight one o'clocks and a little bit later the next morning so I get some sleep I got you but I think I think fast forward three to four weeks I think the whole especially in, in your and I industry, the whole work landscape will definitely change. I think people are realizing that they don't have to be in an office to be productive. Absolutely. And that, yeah. And the people, people being home are absolutely probably more productive because they're not stopping at Susie's desk. So Susie can show them pictures of her cat on the way to the bathroom and, yeah. and, yeah. All, and all that that comes with that. You know? Yeah. You don't have to fake like you're working with someone that you don't want to work with. Uh, and just go, oh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so, you know, no traffic, which is always nice living in Atlanta, uh, with a commute of 30 seconds, I dig it. And you're right there. There is a productivity boom in the house, uh, that you can work. And that's actually a very much a double-edged sword. So, and and here's how, so if, if you are naturally kind of a lazy person and just not very motivated to get stuff done, you're going to absolutely just destroy yourself working out of the house because working out of the house is really driven by the individual. You have things to do, but man, the TV is big screen. You have your favorite snacks. You're not sharing the lunchroom with anybody other than your family. (laughs) Lots of perks, right? That might pull you away from work. But at the same time, if you have a lot to do, uh, like myself and others that I work with yourself, Uh, you can also tip the scales dangerously in the other way. And that is become a workaholic uh, because you have the time, right? I'm not packing clothes. I'm not going to the airport. And so it becomes important to take the breaks during the day, which I I speak of this and I'm still guilty of it. Uh, You know, looking up and it's, oh, it's three o'clock. I guess I better stop for lunch. And so my wife is absolutely amazing in that and that she'll stop me or I'll go upstairs and try to stop her on occasion Uh, so that we both take breaks and remember to do that and kind of pace yourself because you can kind of dive into it and avoiding all the stuff going around you. So uh, depending on who you are, you really have to uh, be aware of two kind of separate paths that you go down. Absolutely. Like today we had, we're having kind of our, our fiscal year kickoff, which is typically in-person meetings, but we're doing them, you know, virtual with zoom. Mm -hmm. And my wife finally brought 
uh, some lunch into me this, this afternoon around one o'clock because, you know, I was in the middle of it. And the, the other side of the coin, like you're saying, it's, I don't know, almost six o'clock and she's still working because mm-hmm. um, she's working from home. So it does go, uh, it, do, it can go both ways. And I think typically if you're that lazy person that's doing the laundry and watching Netflix and the Tiger King, <laughs> that you're, you know, you're probably not going to be, make it very long as, uh, what are they call it? Work from home. W F H I think is the new, uh, the new hashtag. <laughs> so, so I, you and I go, like I said, we go way back. I know you're a pretty social extrovert, kind of like myself. Has the social yeah. distancing, distancing impacted you much or? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it has a little bit and, and, in in a lot of ways. So my wife and I obviously get along fine. Uh, that's always good. Uh, the dogs are great to be around. And as we both know, when you go into an office, sometimes you you want a social distance and you can't. But social distancing has impacted more than anything of making me double think everything when like I'm going to run to the store, right? Well, okay, it's about to be 85 degrees here on a regular basis. And yet I'm thinking about Where's my scarf and my, you know, my gloves and all this and trying to be away from people. And it is fun to get out there when you do travel because part of that aloneness uh, does start to wear down and you do want to be around others. So that's why I'm kind of trying to enjoy why I'm at home right now because I know eventually I'm going to hit the road again, just not nearly as much because there's a lot of lessons being learned, I think, even for us who've been doing this almost a decade, you can still learn to get better at it. But we, yeah, we don't have a lot of people over. We don't have any, although I have, I have neighbors, true story, that have a block party literally about once a week. And we're trying to figure that one out. So <laughs> he'll have people over, they're all hugging, rolling in, in the, you know, SUVs and the, and we're like, does anyone realize we're actually in the middle of a pandemic? No, some people don't. So we are going to distance ourselves from them just in general purpose. But uh, no, it's really easy to social distance in, in a two-story house with just one other person and a couple of dogs. But I, uh, I do a lot more webinars, phone calls, texting, uh, and communicating with people sometimes that I don't normally get to. I'm finding the time to get back around to those phone calls now. Uh, so that's kind of nice uh, in that sense. Absolutely. Your neighbors are probably the same neighbors that have the chicken pox party when the the first one gets it. So all the kids in the neighborhood get chicken pox at the same time. Exactly. I'm waiting to see everybody roll in in like a black robe and Nikes uh, across (laughs) the street. I'm like, maybe they've already written themselves off. We just don't know it yet. So uh, we're just not sure. It's not new people that are constantly coming there. So they they do come back. Uh, They're not just going in one time like a roach motel. So that's positive. Check in, but you don't check out. Exactly. Uh, so, then for you, this may not apply because you were, you know, for the most part, a virtual worker, though. But has any, any of this given you time to to knock off some of those chores or honeydews that you've been trying to do? Or, uh, no, actually, um, you know, I saw I saw somebody uh, on Twitter one day that said you know, I guess I'm going to reevaluate lying to myself about all the things I do if I had the time. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a chuckle going, yeah, time to, time to true up. Right. Um, no, because what's happened is my wife runs her own business. She's actually been morphing her business into one that is more agile in this time and going out to help the elderly, help educators, 
uh, do all these things remotely. And so she's actually kind of really been busy spinning all that up and getting stuff done. Me, on the other hand, like I said, I've been catching up with a lot of work stuff and none of us want to go outside, especially, and again, it's all about timing, right? So we live in Atlanta and it's April. And if you've never visited Atlanta in April with a, if you have problems breathing <laughs> and someone goes, hey, let's go to Atlanta in late March, early April, pass. Because uh, we have something called pollen. Everybody's familiar with it. But in actuality, we do get more than our fair share. We hit a record, Steve, of 6,000. I think the pollen count on Friday was 6,300. Wow. So, I mean, some people consider 600 high, and we just laugh that off. That's like, what? Our cars turn yellow here. And uh, it's because of the, the massive amounts of pollen. So, no, we haven't done anything a lot outside. We've done very little inside because the, the typical cleaning and everything we've already done, right? Because of all the alcohol wipes and all that stuff. But no, and the, the chores that we would be doing actually would engage outside resources, which I'm not going to let in the house for another month or so. Yeah, so, you, you know, it's kind of no. Uh, the answer is no. And, and we've intentionally not bought any power tools because we didn't want to do any of that stuff either. But <laughs> now we find ourselves in quite the fix. We've, we've done most of them. We've done the uh, cleaning out the spice cabinet underneath yeah. the bathroom counters and all yeah. the, the rogue hotel toiletries. You know, I've, I've organized my uh, garage workshop no less than three times. Um, <laughs> and actually, I, fa I found something on the simple dollar today that was like 24 things that you can do. It starts out with uh, read a few books, plant a vegetable garden, and I'm like, uh, review and cancel subscriptions, which I think is probably not a bad thing. One of the guys I work with sent me yeah. a text the other day that he cleaned up his Gmail from all those uh, subscriptions that you just throw that that random Gmail account at. So. <laughs> exactly. See, I do that every December. So from about middle of December, because nobody buys anything at the end of December other than government. So at the end of December, I'll usually come off the road regardless and start blowing through all my Gmails. And I'll usually have about 3,000 of them for the year, between three and four. And I can whittle that down to about 150 within a couple of weeks. I do the same with work. I do the same with personal. Um, Kim is a master at, at getting stuff organized anyway, so there's not a lot of reorg that goes on. I did uh, rearrange my office, though. I will admit it. So about a month ago, I came in and went, all right, we're spinning everything. Because I knew I was going to do more videos. And my desk was such that if I do screen captures, the sun was at my back. So we flipped my office literally about 90 degrees. So we pulled everything out, we wiped everything down. It was about a day affair, day and a half. And finally reordered it and re, re uh, you know, kind of re-perpendicularized it. Is that a word? So, I think so. Uh, it is now. We're running, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Strategy. So yeah, we're definitely more video friendly now when we do calls. Uh, that was about the only massive reorg that we did. And, um, you know, we, we are too. I mean, we typically um, have not used video chat. I mean, we've, I think you were around when I first switched over to go to meeting years yeah. ago and I lost my Delta status because I wasn't flying yeah. and I, you know, I got bumped down on the status level, which has never happened ever since. Uh, but I ended up, since I've got a stand-up desk, my embedded webcam on my laptop's useless because it's, it's shining at my belly button. So I went to buy a webcam the other day and couldn't find one. Everybody everybody is so into this. So 
I logged into a meeting. We did a webinar. We had about 30 people and it. It looked like the Hollywood squares board. There were, I was like, <laughs> good Lord. But I, and I think people need that socialization. Most all of us and my team have been growing beards. Yeah. Um, so we've got a couple duck dynasty candidates. Uh, it'll be interesting to see in another two or three weeks. I'm, I'm figuring that's probably, we're not probably doing anything till the end of April traveling wise. Uh, but yeah. just today, today I threw on a polo shirt because I had a meeting and when I logged in, I saw one of the guys was in a suit and I'm like, you're in your house in a suit. So I, I quickly threw on, I call them show, show shirts. The sweat uh, pants and the golf shirt. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly, that's exactly it. You know, something else have you, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm not a big TV guy, but uh, my wife and I have been watching TV in the evenings cause I'm home. Yeah. That <laughs> all of the commercials now are focusing on contactless like delivery. So the one that keeps hitting me is there's the Domino's commercial yeah. with the kid dancing from um, the Bob Seger song from the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, and yeah. originally they had the pizza guy delivered it who was in, I can't remember, what was the name of the movie? That was Risky Business. Risky Business, yeah. So the guy that was delivering the pizza was actually in Risky Business. So now they've cut him yes, out. Oh, <laughs> they did? Uh, yeah, they cut him out of the commercial and it's now contacts pizza delivery. You see the car showing up, but you don't see him. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, he was his buddy. Yeah, that that, uh, that helped him run from uh, Guido the Killer Pimp. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, uh, that's <laughs> when right. they when they dropped the nine twenty eight into the lake. You know, what did they say? <laughs> horse, there is no substitute. <laughs> exactly. But little 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 Caesars did the exact same uh, the exact same thing with theirs. It, you know, you can go into Little Caesars and buy a uh, pizza without really having to talk. And I I actually ordered a webcam, went to Best Buy. In my car, the store was closed, handed my license, two second, two minutes later, they came back out with my webcam, you know, already paid for online. So I think a lot of people are taking this uh-huh. seriously. Would they you are. would you get on a plane right now? No. No. And I um I, I I'm sorry to say, but I wouldn't. Not right now. Uh I I'd give them about a month or two to let that stuff air out a little bit more. I know, I mean, I've had uh, we know of people that have been on planes lately. Um, my wife's sister was on one not long ago and, uh, she goes, it was really eerie cause there's like 16 people on this plane. I saw where, I don't know if it was American or somebody, but they made all the people, even though the plane first class was empty, made them all sit in economy. Didn't even give them a shot at sitting in first class. I'm like, Did they not? Okay, that's just rude. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. That's the dream, right? Is nobody else on the plane. So, yeah, I, I, I've thought about it. And I know the air filtration systems are great and whatnot. But until there's more known, and I've been, I've been kind of watching this thing since, uh, not necessarily toward the end of January where they start. Well, that's first thing that got my attention was when we closed the borders to China, right? With travel, that was a little bit interesting. And then in February, it gets a little bit heavier. And we, I had to travel twice. I was in Vegas uh, for about a week and a half in February. And then the first week of March, I was in Dallas uh, for a, for an imaging event. And then I got home about the 5th of March. And since the 5th of March, I have literally been out of my house more than 50 yards. In other words, to a store or grocer or pharmacy twice and that's it and that was the last time was about a week and a half two weeks ago so we've been kind of 
shut in. I have found the wonders of Amazon. I ordered stuff on Amazon. I didn't even know you could order. Oh, I, uh, I ordered a little hook to hold my headphones under my stand-up desk yesterday. That's, uh, that was the, that was, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Somebody's making a hook for, yeah. I got, you know what? You could use a hook, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we now, we've gotten enough toilet paper. You always, I mean, let's get real people. You don't need that much, uh, for, you know, if it was the apocalypse, that's one story, but you got bigger issues. And, um, we've we've joked about that why people needed so much toilet paper because once you got to the stage of needing all that toilet paper you were probably in a hospital so ironically you would never use it even though you have it and um we got the essentials we'd already had the essentials so we're just we're living right now on amazon and and uh hollywood feed for the dogs i just ordered them a bunch of stuff today some toys some chews snacks food the whole nine yards it'll be here thursday So, you know, you mentioned it earlier. I think what's going to happen in business is a lot of them are going to realize that, you know, in Atlanta, I've been discussing my my wife and I have for years that we should have gone to telecommuting here in Atlanta. And it is like the poster child for telecommuting. Um, Short of DC, your average commute in Atlanta is an hour and 15 minutes, one way to your job. Okay. So if you do that math, that's a lot of pissed off people by the time they get in and then get home, home is the same, okay, or longer depending on traffic. So, uh, you know, in Atlanta, if you're in sales, you're lucky to have three to four meetings a day. That would be an amazing day in Atlanta. So generally it's about two, just because it's so bloody big and wide and the traffic is horrible. So I think a lot of companies are going to come to the conclusion that, how much do we really, really have to go in for? And they're going to start to uncover tools like Zoom, uh, like Teams. I've grown to love Teams more and more, and you know how much I love Microsoft. I was going to say, you're the Microsoft poster <coughs> child. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but it's one of my favorite applications. It's great. Um, I, uh, I learned uh, the other day, we use uh, uh, DocuSign with our company. So for signing documents. So I've learned about that. I love it even more because it's on the iPad and my phone. So I can now get to all of our templates, our documents, signatures, all that. Never have to go anywhere. No, no paper, no nothing. I know some companies use this. Who's discovering, and we live in a company where we actually, <laughs> you know, this is really part of our job, right? But these smaller companies, the SSMBs that have no clue, or even larger ones that have had no clue and they've had the luxury of real estate, uh, they're going to figure it out real quick and they're going to go through pool shock, shell shock for the next 30 days until they realize, wow, we really don't need a massive building, right? We did a call not long ago with some folks and we said, uh, no, we're virtual. We've been working out of the house for 10 years and this is just another day. But they were shutting down their business on a Friday to move everybody to their houses and they were going to be ready to go on Monday. I go, good luck with that. Let me know how it goes. And I even made the offer. I said, if you want to talk someone off a ledge or they're going stir crazy in their house because they're not really set up for it, then give us a call because I'll gladly help them out if they just want to bounce it off or scream or climb up a wall because we've all been through that a decade ago and it's no big deal. No, I'd agree. I mean, I'm fortunate enough. I've got a a legit real copier here at the house that scans and emails and and does all that and uh, we've got three kids in college here and one of them was actually turning in some term papers for tests Mm -hmm. at the end of the quarter 
and he was talking about there's a lot of people that don't have that that you know they were having to to basically take a picture of their their work because they had no way to scan it and send it in so you know for a lot of that yeah i'm sure that you know we do take it for granted that we have all this um that you know we're we're raring to raring to go and ready to to work from home that was part one of our chris brown stories from home please check back in by the end of the week when we have part two posted thanks again Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.